This is Wellness Wednesday from The Current. I'm Jill Riley. Well, January 2022 is coming to a close, believe it or not. And for this week's Wellness Wednesday, I wanted to touch base with Dr. Kristen Schmidt, an addiction psychiatrist from Hazelden Betty Ford, about dry January um, and how to know when it's time to make a change in your life if needed. Dr. Schmidt, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me on for this important topic. Yeah, thank you for joining me for Wellness Wednesday. Uh, dry January, it seems like every year it becomes a more popular trend. And why do you think that is? Well, I think everybody is feeling a need at this point to make a change in their lives, whether it's with their nutrition, whether it's with their finances or their career. Um, I'm always happy as a physician to hear that they're ready to make it about wellness. So the Dry January movement actually started uh, in the UK in 2012 as a public health initiative, and it really caught on after um, an article was published in the British Medical Journal suggesting that people who quit using alcohol um, for a month actually had great health benefits. So they they found that uh, people were sleeping better, they had weight loss, their blood pressure had improved. Um, We can even see um, my patients when they come in for two weeks that their liver enzymes improve just after two weeks of not drinking. So I think this has caught on and I'm certainly glad it has. I didn't know that that was the origin of it. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, You know, when it comes to dry January, people taking a break from alcohol consumption, I'm guessing that there are a lot of different experiences. Like, I overindulged over the holidays. I want to start the new year with this wellness initiative. I'm guessing that there are people out there that are like, you know, I've been drinking too much lately and I want to see how I do in a month. And then I'm guessing that there are even more subgroups like, wow, I had to white knuckle that or, hey, this is great. I'm feeling really good. Why don't I, you know, continue this trend? So um, how, how do people know when it's time to make a change in their life? Again, it's a different experience for everyone. Yeah. One of one of the phrases we hear a lot is that when you start drinking, it's fun, and then it can become fun with problems. And then for a group of people, it becomes just problems. Mm-hmm. So anyone who is in that category of it now being fun with problems is a really simple way to know that it may be time to make a change. So oftentimes we are not the best indicators of ourselves. So if you have loved ones, people in your life who are saying, hey, um, you know, it seems like you were drinking a lot, you know, recently, or it seems like you're not sleeping so well, or, you know, a lot of people don't know that mood and anxiety issues can result from, you know, constant alcohol use. Even if it's just a couple glasses of wine a night, people can have substance-induced anxiety and mood disorders as a result. So when it starts affecting your life and it takes you away from engagement in life and it becomes something that you're using to avoid life, Mm. that's often a good signal that it's time to take a look at it and, and make a change. I'm talking with Dr. Kristen Schmidt from Hazelden Betty Ford this morning for Wellness Wednesday. So what are some of those first steps? You know, if somebody wants to take a real examination of their relationship with substances um, or alcohol, as we're talking dry January, um, what are those first steps? 
I think getting a journal is is a good first step and really just taking an inventory of, you know, what are what are the benefits that I'm seeing when I drink alcohol and what are some of the problems that I'm seeing and really examining why am I using alcohol. Um, For some people, if they are using it chronically and they are using high amounts, so anything for women, more than, you know, four four drinks at a sitting, Mm -hmm. men, it's five drinks at a sitting, and or they have a family history of an alcohol use disorder or substance use disorder we do want to make sure that people talk with their physician before engaging in uh, stopping alcohol use because there is a withdrawal syndrome that can be life-threatening. So we do want to make sure that those people with more severe alcohol use, while it's an excellent idea, we want to make sure that they do have a medical support team that is in the loop with, with their decision. But for those that do not engage in heavy or severe alcohol use, just taking a look at why they're drinking and starting with just one day at a time is, is a good way to begin that path towards wellness. What about for people who are on the other side of that? I mean, you made a little mention of um, if you're somebody that has you know, family members or friends that are starting to notice some bad patterns. Yeah. What if you're one of those family member or friends? You know, what's what, what's an approach that you can take to you know really having a, a concerned and loving conversation with someone? Well, I think... Starting with, I love you, is always the best way to begin. So making sure that this is not a judgmental place that you're coming from and really just having the person that you love who may be using the substances in a way that could be problematic, having an open discussion that's judgment-free and saying, you know, what do you think about your alcohol use? How do you feel like it's affecting you? And frankly, the most important thing that any family member can do is join the effort in solidarity. Hmm. So if, if your loved one is taking the month out from alcohol, you do that as well, especially for my, my patients um, who struggle with more severe alcohol use disorders. Uh, that's one of the best things that family members can do is say, hey, you know, for this New Year's Eve, for this uh, Christmas, we're not going to have alcohol at the table. We're not going to have that be a part of the celebration this time and see what positive changes can result. I'm talking with Dr. Kristen Schmidt from Hazelden Betty Ford, uh, talking about dry January is uh, the month of January is about to come to a close, believe it or not. I honestly I'm still thinking about just the short term health benefits that can come from stopping drinking for just a couple weeks. I mean, that right. that's really shocking. And I think that's good for people to hear that it's like, well, maybe I'm too far gone or yeah, it's not going to make a difference for me. That's pretty huge that people can have such big results, um, you know, health-wise, just to the physical and mental body. Any advice as we're rounding out the end of the first month of, of 2022? Is, is there any other advice you'd like to give? I mean, I would say that if you are doing this, if you are trying this, number one, congratulations, because most people do not make a dedicated effort to try and stop their alcohol use until other people have gotten involved or consequences have been severe. So I really am inspired by people who elect to do this on their own and, and to try something different. If it becomes a struggle, what I would say is 
that's a good sign that you may need to reach out for additional help, whether it's outpatient treatment, whether it's just going to an AA meeting as a first step and seeing what that's like. It's important if it's very uncomfortable for folks doing that month of sobriety that they allow themselves to get the help that they need. And for those that it's not a struggle, you know, there's still the opportunity to say, hey, what have the what have the positive gains been? And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I have a reason to keep going with this. Yeah, just a good time to reevaluate what it's bringing to your life. Exactly. Well, Dr. Schmidt, I've really appreciated this conversation for Wellness Wednesday. And January is coming to a close. Uh, it's becoming more and more popular for people to uh, participate in uh, dry January. And, you know, if anybody is looking for more information, wh- what are some good resources that you would recommend? Uh, you know, org is, is going to be a wonderful resource um, for helping people. Uh, AA is a wonderful resource. And frankly, we talked about uh family members who sometimes have a struggle discussing these things with with their loved ones and we know Al-Anon is a wonderful resource uh, to help to help with those conversations as well. Sure. Well, I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for checking in with the current. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to Wellness Wednesday from the Current. I'm Jill Riley. Our producer is Anna Weggel and our digital producer is Jay Gabler. Our theme music is a portion of the song FB1 Number 2 by Christian Bjorklund under the non-commercial Sharealike 3.0 international license. Head to thecurrent.org for more wellness content and great music.